You are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. If you would, if you've got your Bibles there, if you could turn there in your Bibles to 2 Chronicles chapter number 34. 2 Chronicles chapter number 34 and verse 1. I just want to say before I get into the scripture tonight, it's an honor to be here and uh, it's an honor to be invited. We, as Jacob said, we are no strangers to this church, but every time that we're invited to be here, we consider it such an honor. Janelle and I love and appreciate uh, this church. We love and appreciate Brother and Sister Carter, our superintendent, our family, and their family have been friends for a very long time. I give honor tonight to Brother and Sister Robertson, close friends of ours, Brother and Sister, I almost said Carter, but Mills... <laughs> Brother and Sister Mills, and uh, we love and appreciate Evan and Miranda and everything that they do as well. You are blessed, church, to have uh, the leadership that you do in this church. Can we, can we give them a hand as well tonight? Thank you for everything that you've done and putting this service together to honor your graduates. Second Chronicles chapter number 34 and verse 1. It says Josiah was eight years old. Somebody say eight years old. That's pretty young. Eight years old when he began to reign. And he reigned in Jerusalem one and thirty years. I want to speak to you just tonight for a few moments on the subject never too young. Turn to your neighbor and say, You're never too young. Praise God. If you could put your down your Bibles and just lift your hands and just pray over the remainder of this service with me tonight. Jesus, we love you this evening. And God, we thank you for your presence that we've already felt in this place. And God, I just, I pray that you would just take over throughout the remainder of this service. God, that you would have your way. I pray that you would challenge us tonight. Challenge us in our hearts as we go our separate ways after this service is gone. Help us, God, to realize that we're never too young to to take a stand for truth and a stand for righteousness. I pray, God, that you would help each and every one of us, oh God, that you would just continue to pour out your spirit in a mighty and powerful way. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. 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 Could you just clap your hands to the Lord just one final time? This is the last time I'm going to get you to do that, but he deserves all the praise and all the glory and the honor tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. You may be seated tonight. Eight years old. Eight years old. It seems pretty young, but eight years old is is the time that Josiah becomes the king of the nation of Judah. Eight years old. I don't know about you, but I didn't make the best decisions in life when I was eight years old. When I was about eight years old, I, I, 
I had looked after and wanted this little, it was like an airsoft gun. It shot little, little plastic BBs, and I would get my little sisters to run around in the backyard wearing full snowsuits, and I, I would do some target practice there in the backyard. But there was one weekend as an eight-year-old kid that when my parents were away, I, I decided that, that, that I wanted to try something different. And I don't know what was going through my head. I don't know what I was thinking, but... I decided that one safe place to, to kind of shoot these little plastic babies was down the sink. It just, they went into the abyss, and, and I, I just had nothing else to do that day, so I walked up to the sink, and that was, that was all the sound it made, into the pitch black, and it, and it just disappeared, and, and I did it a few times and thought nothing of it, and, and mom and dad were away, so... We, we did what every, every kid does when mom and dad are away. You wait till mom and dad are about 10 minutes from the house, and then you decide to clean up everything that you've left until that moment. And so here we are, trying to race and rush to clean up the entire house, and we're trying to do the dishes, and as we are doing the dishes, my brother who slept downstairs underneath the kitchen ran upstairs and said, there's water coming through the basement. There, there's water coming through the basement. We were dumbfounded. I don't know what's going on. It just kind of magically all the pipes burst and, and, and there's water going through the basement. But when the plumber came, he realized and pointed out that there were little plastic babies that had cracked the P-trap in the sink. And I think $1,200 later, <laughs> we got that sink fixed. <laughs> Mom and dad went on vacation and had to come back and pay for a, a plumbing bill as they returned. But eight years old, we don't make the smartest decisions. Anybody, anybody with me on that? It would be a little bit, it, it would kind of be a little bit unnerving to have an eight-year-old child be the king of an entire nation. But the Bible tells us that Josiah was somebody that served God. Josiah was somebody that made a choice to serve the God of David, his father. The Bible tells us that for in the eighth year of his reign, when Josiah was just 16 years old, the Bible says he was yet young, but he began to seek after the God of David, his father. Sixteen years old. And this young man makes a decision. I am not going to live in the same lifestyle that everybody in the nation is living. I'm not going to conform to the life that everybody else in my nation has fallen to. At 16 years old, Josiah makes a conscious decision. I am going to follow after the God of David, my father. I've read and I've heard as I was growing up about how we were delivered out of Egypt and how we served a God that brought us through the wilderness. But we've let all these things begin to infiltrate our country and our nation. And they are now the things that we serve and bow to. But a 16-year-old boy said, I am going to serve the one true living God that brought us out of captivity. 16 years old. We don't make the best decisions at 16 either. Anybody with me on that one? So at 16, 
I was attending summer camp at Miller Lake in Nova Scotia. It was probably my first year, and it's fitting that Mary Lee and Evan, I believe, are here tonight. Because I decided that it was the cool thing to do to sneak out at camp. But I wasn't very good at sneaking out. When I decided I was going to sneak out, I, I didn't consider what I was wearing. And I ran out in a white and orange shirt. And as the counselors were coming by trying to find the kids that had snuck out, Mary Lee walks by this bush and looks straight at me and says, here's one. <laughs> we don't make the smartest decisions at 16 years old either. But Josiah at just 16, the Bible tells us in 2 Kings and 2 Chronicles that he followed after the God of David, his father. He made a conscious choice and a conscious decision that I am not going to be like everybody else. You're never too young. You're never too young to make that choice. You're never too young to make that decision. Graduates tonight, you're never too young to make a stand for God. You're never too young to take a stand for righteousness. To our youth tonight, you're never too young to take a stand for truth and for righteousness. You're never too young to say, I know that the world is trying to pull me in all different directions, but it doesn't line up with what the Word of God says. So I am going to stand my ground and serve the God of David. I am going to serve the God of my elders. I am going to serve the God that brought me out of captivity. Can anybody hear me tonight? We need some elders to get behind our youth to say that's what we need in this generation is for some young people to take a stand for truth and for righteousness. In 2 Kings and 2 Chronicles, it tells that he's, he's trying to take a stand and he's trying to live for the God of David, his father. But David was not his father. Josiah is 16 generations removed from David but yet it refers to him as, as his father. He says, you know what? I don't care how far removed I am. I, I know what God did for our nation, and I know what God did for our country. It didn't matter what he had come from in the sense that just because his own father didn't serve the God of David... And the guy before him didn't serve the God of David. He still reverted back and said, you know what? We've got to turn things around. It doesn't matter if your parents aren't as faithful to church as you. You've still got to take a stand for truth and righteousness and say, you know what? I know that this is where peace and joy is. I know that this is where I found hope, where God has delivered me. I know that this is the place that God wants me to be. For those of you that your parents are in the church, you're blessed tonight. But we've got to make up our own decisions. I am not going to serve God just because my parents did or my grandparents did or my great great grandparents did it's got to be a conscious decision no matter how young you are we could just say you know what I'm going to give my life to him because nothing in this world can give me what he can you're never too young turn to your neighbor and say you're never too young you're never too young so at 16 years old, I wasn't the smartest. 
But Josiah, the Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles chapter 34 and verse 3, in the 12th year of his reign, Josiah at this point, he's already taken a stand for truth. He's already decided, I want to serve God. The Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles chapter 34 and verse 3, in the 12th year of his reign, Josiah began to purge Judah and Jerusalem from the high places and the groves and the carved images and the molten images. He not only takes a stand, but then he also says, you know what? There's some things that have taken a hold of our country and our nation we've got to get rid of. At 20 years old. And we don't make the best decisions at 20 years old either. <laughs> I lived here in St. John for about two years attending NBCC. And if you feel like you've never seen me before, I, I would travel back on the weekends and I was down in youth on Wednesday nights, but I, I roomed with, with a, a guy out of Fredericton, Derek Larley. And, and if you remember, I believe it was back in 2016, there was an incredibly big snowstorm that happened. And we had the bright idea to go out and try and see if my 2009 Honda Civic could make it through the streets after the plows had decided they weren't going to go through the streets anymore. <laughs> and we lived right up here on the hill, and we came down, and literally this light down here on this corner by Walmart was, was down. It, was, it had blown over and fallen down, and here we are driving through the streets, floating through the streets of St. John, thinking that this is a, this is a great time until we tried to go back up the hill. And it wasn't so great anymore. Because despite it being my car, I think I remember pushing it a little bit myself. We made it back in, but we had to park in a different parking lot. We don't make the best decisions even at 20 years old. But around 16 and 20, we graduate sometime in between there around, around 18, 20 years old. We graduate from college a bit older but we've still got that decision to make. We've still got that decision that I'm going to stand for truth and I'm going to stand for righteousness. In the twelfth year of his reign, Josiah, he begins to get rid of the things in his life that are pulling the country away from God. He makes a decision at 16, I'm going to serve God and nobody else, but at, at 20 years old, this young king says, I am going to disrupt the religious outlook and stance of the entire nation. He begins to turn and shift the nation in a different direction to the point where they were once serving pagan gods. But Josiah says, no, tear that down because we don't need that influence in our lives. Get rid of that because we don't need that to be a stumbling block. We've got to tear down some groves and some idols and get rid of some high places because I don't need that influence in my life. Josiah at 20 years old, and people would probably wonder, being, what is this Josiah doing? He's tearing down this, this golden idol, this statue that, 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 that's important to us. That was expensive to us. We, we put a lot of time and effort into that. We, we sacrificed a lot to that. But Josiah says no, because if it's not giving into the kingdom of God,
parents, I wonder if I can get you just to, just to get behind me a little bit. Uh, we need our young people to make a decision. Uh, I'm going to get rid of some bad influences in my lives. Uh, I'm going to get rid of some stumbling blocks in my lives. Uh, I'm going to get rid of some things that bring me down uh, and away from where God wants me to be. Sometimes there are the most obvious and also the most oblivious things. Things like our phones. Where sometimes we've just got to say, you know what, I'm just going to tear down that idol a little bit. I'm going to take that influence out of my life a little bit. doesn't mean you've got to throw it in the trash can, but, but we've got to watch ourselves. And we've got to be careful about the influence that the world has on us. You're never too young to say, you know what, there's some things that are impacting me in a way that they shouldn't be. You're never too young to make a decision and say there's some people I've been hanging out with that that they've had an influence on me that's been pulling me away from church and away from God. You're never too young to take a stand for truth. 20 years old, he tells the entire nation, we're going to switch things up. We're going to turn things completely around. We're going to do things differently. We're going, to, we're going to tear down the idols. We're going to tear down the altars. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 34 and verse 4, And they break down the altars of Balaam in his presence, and the images that were on high above them. He cut them down, and groves, and the carved images, and the molten images. He break into pieces, and he made dust of them. He didn't just get rid of them and put them in a closet somewhere, but he said, no, we're going to get rid of these to the point where we can't even go back to them. And he strode it upon the graves of them that had sacrificed unto them. 20 years old. Imagine how much work it would have been. Imagine how much effort it would have taken. Imagine the backlash he would have received. How many people would have said things about him to completely change the religious standing of the entire country? That after years of them drifting away, and they had become so accustomed to serving other gods and worshiping in high places and altars to other gods, Josiah says, we're doing this different now. We're getting rid of some things. We're going to tear down some idols that shouldn't be there. Because last I checked, these things weren't the things that brought us out of captivity in Egypt. Last I checked, sacrificing to this God didn't do anything for us. Last I checked, serving this idol didn't do anything for us to get us ahead or to give us the hope and peace and joy that we receive from serving God. So he says we're getting rid of it. It's easy to fall away from God, but we've got to be intentional about putting barriers and boundaries in our lives to say, you know what? Here's the line. I'm going to draw it right here. I'm going to make sure that I live for God and that nothing else can tear me away. It's easy to fall into sin When you don't have lines drawn to say enough is enough. 2 Chronicles chapter 34 and verse 8. Josiah gets older. It says, now in the 18th year of his reign, when he had purged the land and the house, he sent Shaphan the son of Azaliah, 
And Maceah, the governor of the city, and Joah, the son of Joaz, the recorder, to repair the house of the Lord his God. He goes out and he places the house of God as a priority at age 26. He says, we can't just let this fade away to gather dust and it becomes something that we don't pay attention to. We can't allow the house of God to be something that we don't devote time to. And we allow ourselves to be excused at every opportunity. At 26 years old, he makes it a point to restore the house of God. When he's on his own, when he grows up a little bit, he, he not only makes a hard choice to turn the nation around, but he goes even farther to say, it's not enough to turn away from other things, but we've got to turn to something. And he places the house of God at a priority in his life at age 26. As they're trying to get back to the way that things should be and to the times of old, there's a priest by the name of Hilkiah that he finds a book. He finds this book hidden in the temple and he begins to read it. And he realizes that this, this is the law that was given from God to Moses. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 34 and verse 18, it says, Then Shaphan the scribe, he told the king, saying, Hilkiah the priest hath given me a book, and Shaphan read it before the king. And Josiah, as he, as he hears it being read to him, he begins to weep because he realizes, how have we not found this before? How have we gotten so far away from this book? This law, this word that God has given to us, he begins to weep as he realizes we have gotten too far from what's in this book. He sends a group of men to, to a prophetess and she tells him because Josiah's heart was tender and because he humbled himself before God and, and he rent his clothes and he wept before me. I even heard thee, God says. And God begins to take notice as Josiah, he begins to weep and he rent his clothes. God begins to take notice because somebody took a book of God in their hands and said, we're not living from this like we should be. In verse 30 to 33, it says, And the king went up to the house of the Lord, and all the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and the priests and the Levites and all the people great and small. And he read in their ears all the words of the book of the covenant that was found in the house of the Lord. He begins to take that book that was found and he begins to read it to all the people that are there. And the king stood in his place and he makes a covenant before the Lord. I'm going to walk after the Lord and I'm going to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and with all his soul to perform. Form the words of the covenant uh, which are written in this book. 
And it caused all those that were present in Jerusalem and Benjamin to stand to it. And the inhabitants of Jerusalem did according to the covenant of God, the God of their fathers. And Josiah took out all the abominations out of their countries that pertained to the children of Israel. He said, you know what? We've gotten rid of the high places and the idols in this country, but we've got to take it a step further. He began to say, you know what? If it's not in this book, we're not doing it. When people would come to the king and say, well, well, can we implement this? And can we do that? And can we try this? And can we try that? He would go back to that book and say, is it in here? Because if it's not, I don't want any part of it. We've got to go back time and time and time again and say, is it in the book? Does it line up with the word of God? Because the world would try to get you to make decisions in your life. Young people and graduates that would try to pull you farther and farther away from church. And farther and farther away from the will of God. And we've always got to go back to the book and say, does it line up with this? They took down all the abominations. And he moves the standard farther and farther. He begins to lead the nation, not by himself, but based on the book. The life of all those people and the children of God during the time of Josiah were not led by a man that said, I know exactly what we need to do, but by a man that said, we're going to do everything by this book. Just a young boy at eight years old that decided, I'm going to live for God. At 16 years old that devoted his life to the Lord. At 20 years old that began to break down the high places and the groves and the idols. At 26 years old, he gets a hold of a book that says, I'm going to live for this. Every decision I make Every direction I go, everything I do, it's got to line up with this. That's the challenge in our world today. Is that so many people are trying to pull us away from going to the book. They're trying to pull us away in a different direction to say this is what you should do. And this is what's best And this is what's right. But you're never too young to take a stand for truth and a stand for righteousness to say, if it's not in this book, I don't want any part of it. Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.